following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Welcome back to Gorilla Radio, episode 12. Episode 12. I'm K-Mac. And I am Neil. And we're back to talk about everyone's favourite, crime and authority. Yeah, I think everyone likes crime at the moment. Well, that was the thing. We're going with authority and talking about how authority works and and people and how they let each other down. And and then with that, I just sort of got carried away and went, yeah, I think we need to go into crime. Crime's fun. Everyone's listening to crime podcasts. So fuck it, why can't we have Hop one? Hop on the bandwagon. Yeah. We'll, That's we'll, it. We'll just have one. Number one crime podcast. Yeah. So um, today's a, uh, the day that we've actually got time to sit down and, and, and not be in a mad rush. Yep. Entirely. And uh, yeah, welcome back. Thanks to our, our listeners out there. Is, uh, is Romania still going strong? Still rocking. Actually, Romania in, number one. In our top cities, our second biggest is Perth. Perth? We're kicking ass in Perth. Good on you, Perth. Yeah, thanks. I'm not sure who's listening, Perth, uh, but thank you. I don't know anyone there. Yeah, I hope you find it as amusing as we like. In, we muse each other in creating it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so instead of me stumbling over my words, <laughs> let's just uh, kick the show off. Go hard. Can you feel that? You better hold on. This one's about to get bumpy. For those that are playing at home, that is Neil's riding the pony and lassoing. No song. one knows that I'm doing it, but I I'm like definitely it. I like it. mimicking what it's like to ride a horse with a lasso going. It's almost like <coughs> if the Korean guy Sai was a real man and did it. The who? You know that Korean guy? Korean Sai, whatever his name is. I only that, know one Korean. He had that song with the whole... Oh, the other... Because I was going to say, I only know one Korean. Okay, Korean Rodney. Korean Rodney. No, but no, Sai, Korean, the Sai. Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. It's, I suppose it sort of is that. It's like Gangnam Style, but manly. It's like, yeah, it's... Because that dude's not manly. It's, <laughs> he's the opposite of... What's their mantra? It's dress classy, dance cheesy. Oh. That's the whole... That genre. Because Gangnam is, a style, is, is that. That genre, that style, that part of Korea. I think. What do, what do you think? If he was trying to pull that off in Australia, what'd he get called? Psy. Yeah, he'd get called fag. He'd get, <laughs> he'd get called, just emphasising no, the fag. No, he'd cop that, yeah, it's that Korean fella. Yeah, unlike Korean Rodney. You know what they call him, is they call him Korean Psy. Korean Psy, Because yes. even though there'd be no other Koreans. Yeah. He'd be known as, as Korean Psy. That's yeah, absolutely. He'd be, he'd be Korean Psy. Yeah. That was an interesting pause. Like I... Like I uh, used to work with a place and there was a bloke named Frank and he was seven foot tall and they called him Big Frank. 
Yes. There was no other Franks there. Yeah. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I do like you that. you got to call him Big Frank. Clearly, he's, he's the only Frank and he's seven foot tall, but yeah. you've got to make sure people know he's big. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't guess by the size of him. <laughs> the big Frank. Stumbling giant that he was. It had to be Big Frank. Yeah. I actually had, um, it's just funny you say that. I went to school with two guys in the same year that both had red hair. And, of course, one got bluey. Bluey. Which you just standard. Yep. But you can't have bluey too. You could have tooey. So he got... Red. Red. <laughs> yeah. No other defining features no. or qualities about him. No. It was just, you have red hair, so we're going to refer to you by yeah. your... But you have red hair. Yeah. That would be... Two redhead people. Yeah. And they were good mates. That's... I thought they got terror. I thought you could only have like one redhead per... Capita, like yeah, per zone. each year, <laughs> each year. I don't recall there being two redheads in in any year. Well, it's funny you say that because you know what, Red um, has now shaved his head. Maybe the um, what do you call him now? The Jaffa Patrol came out and said, "Listen, you've <laughs> Jaffa you've you've been hanging out <laughs> with your mate for a while." You've been breaking the laws. The only way we can get by is if you shave your head. The bore, the bureau of rangers. Uh, come the bu- up. That's it. That's what he's it got is. to knock on the door. Yeah, the men in red suits, and they uh, <laughs> and they approach people. You seem like a normal Caucasian person it's, with brown hair. I, I think it's like a uh, a saturation thing. So per thousand people, there can be one ranger. Yeah. So yeah. as to not gross anyone out too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they're soulless, they're frightened. They're going to steal the <laughs> souls of normal. You ever people. seen someone who's had twins and they're both rangers? No, because they drown one out of respect. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one goes goes on holidays. <laughs> they adopt that one out. That one. That's my sister's favourite place. I always worry when my sister says she's going on holidays. I think she's going to kill someone. <laughs> she's so I know like, oh, they're going on holidays. She's gone to the outback to murder a hitchhiker. Yeah, uh, far out. But so there's authority right there. We've got the Jaffa police that are out there policing, <laughs> policing rang- rangers. Man, we've got to keep them under control. What what my gripe at the moment is, and don't, and don't get me wrong, I went to school with a couple of brothers that are police officers, and they're uh, they're good guys. Yeah, um, real good guys. I um, so it's not about sledging, but it's the the fucking idiots that are out there bringing down the rest. Yep. This week alone, I've witnessed parking in police just parking in a um, an Australian Post. Section that's for the for yeah. The, for I'm the, a cop. I can park here. To attitude just, to just go into the post office. Yeah. Um, guys sitting in traffic, in using his mobile phone mm. as a copper driving the car. So their argument with that is that they're specially trained. That's fucking shit. It is. You you can't enforce a law that says driving with um, while using a um, a phone is illegal and is distracting, but. These guys have been to special phone college. <laughs> They've been trained by the phone people. Are they, is that next door to Clown College? It's fucking obviously it's a Goldman. Um, exactly. But it, it's true, man. You can't you can't act outside of the law without special circumstance. Yeah. So you're in pursuit of someone. You go on all you you're, you go on all crimes like you're doing. You know, when you've got the wee wall happening. Like, wee wall, wee wall. When, when that's happening, maybe you can get your phone out. But, like, just being in traffic, yeah. you've got to be a citizen. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I want to take pictures of them, 
but then, but then you get in trouble for having your phone out because I'm going the opposite way, and I'm yeah. like, I've got I you see it. I see it a now. lot. There's um, a few Facebook pages I'm on, which are like uh, where where the people post where police are and all that, and and then they ask a lot of questions about if they get a fine and all this sort of thing, and you get. <clears throat> A lot of people who see a cop on a phone and take a photo, even at the passengers taking a photo of the cop, and you get the same people on every post. You get the people that are totally brainwashed and think because they're a cop, free from uh, oh, okay. persecution, and you get the people that hate them yeah. and go, fucking burn them all. So it's just one, one extreme <laughs> to the other. There's no, <laughs> There's no logical middle ground. Because I literally don't want to see him burn, mm. but I think... I just like tap on the window and go, excuse me, sir, um, I'm, I'm a citizen and I've just noticed that I you're doing what I've been charged for previously. Well, you could even take the moral high grounds. I feel as though what you're doing is unsafe. Yes, yes. Because that's what they're here for, yeah. our safety. Yeah. So they can't be unsafe. Oh, I've been to special training. Well, if there is special training that has... Obviously, it's proven that it won't cause accidents. Why can't anyone go to it? They get pulled over. Yes. You're on your phone. Ah, use my driving on the phone license. Yes. Yeah. And then if you're going to go with that moral high ground, your backstop from that is, I'm going to tell your mum. (laughs) I know where you live. I'm going to tell your mum. I'm going to tell your mum. Yeah. And you will get in trouble. And she will say to you, wait till your father gets home. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I just... So they're the sorts of things that I think let down the the police. Acting like pricks. Just, yeah. Acting like you're above the law and don't have to, you know... In the immortal words of Jim Jeffries, we're not animals. We live in a society. Society. We're not all fucking animals. <laughs> we live in society. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Yeah. It's um, and then it's not just the police. Our politicians are fucking rank in Australia. Corrupt. With absolutely. But it's it's not like corruption that you get in a third world country or in like bribery scandals or it's like oh oh I really shouldn't be doing this, but you know what. I'll just put some paperwork through and I'll cover my ass. Morally corrupt. Yeah. Um, and manipulative because they yeah. manipulate the laws and they put laws in place. Yeah. So that they can do what they want. Yeah. And the rest of us at the bottom just sort of have to cop it on the chin. So so the most famous one that that I know that I, I, I we've spoken about, you and I, is the, uh, the rental scam of being a member of parliament. In Canberra, that you get a housing allowance, uh, or I don't even know what they refer to it as. I should have probably done some research, but whether it's boarding or housing or whatever it is, is accommodation allowance for being in Canberra when you're away yeah. from home. So what they do is they the, the politicians buy property in their wife's or partner's name, and then the Australian taxpayer pays the accommodation allowance to house that politician. Yep. And then the, the the politician in the end is actually getting the money because and they're paying their mortgage off for exactly. Now that has to be seen as a scam. Like it makes common sense. It makes great sense. It is. It's a loophole. It's a loophole. And why and should we be paying? Like if if we're going to pay, we buy them fucking house. They get a job. They got they got to pay. They got a salary. Put them up in a fucking hotel. That's what they should do. Instead of spending all that money in that, build a fucking hotel and put them all. And don't even build a nice hotel. 
Just build a bait, like not don't build a crack hotel where like hookers and truckies go. No. But don't build like, no, so just a bed and a room and a TV and an internet connection. And not even the... And put it right next to like where all the, is Parliament House and I assume there's a whole bunch of different buildings all in that. Quadrant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, put all one around. There, put yep. one there and just call it, you know, um, accommodation or, you know, it's like boarding. And, and not even have... <clears throat> and then they can eat from a cafeteria. Their own bedrooms. I mean, their own bathrooms. They just have a communal one on one floor. Yep. And showers. Yeah. And it's like prison where it's an open shower. Yep. And yep. <laughs> they have to yep. and they have to shower with the people there on the like on the opposite. Yeah. So like liberal and Labour have and they, they they're showering at the same time. And Maybe they'd come to some agreements then, because if you're talking to a dude in a nude or a woman in a nude or someone who doesn't associate with any particular gender in a nude, yep. in the shower, you've seen it's they're at their most vulnerable. You know what? And maybe some things could come together from that. You know what? And I, I'm just going to say this. There's obviously brilliance in the room. This is what we have every time. Because we just... But we We're just, solving the world's problems. You know what we do? We put cameras in there and we televise it. Oh, This is the Political big brother. big, big brother. This is oh, the big, big brother. Yeah. Now tell me that's not a concept. And, and we get to vote people out of parliament yep. via a texting system. Yep. Yeah, fuck this going down to the, the booth. Who hosts it? Not that fucking Gretel. No, you don't like Gretel? Fuck Gretel, no. No? No. We need someone uh, someone who's true blue, someone who's really a representation of... No, not Yumi Styles then. No. Um, Crocodile you. Dundee. Fuck Yumi Styles, just for the record. I've been tweeting about it. Fuck <laughs> I don't even know who she is. Ah, she's a fucking disgrace. Fair enough. No, we'll get someone... Like Get a, Paul Hogan back. Like a modern Paul Hogan. Hugh Jackman. The guy who played Kenny. Uh, why are we having this problem not <laughs> remembering his name? Well, we discussed this the other day that we don't remember his name. Okay. I'm going to have um, to search it because it's doing my fucking head in. And, <laughs> and you know what? There's people listening to this podcast right now going, this is his name. This is his name. name you two fucking, fucking idiots. Remember their names. Um, the guy who played Kenny. I want to say Andrew. Andrew. I don't think it's right. Johns. Andrew Johns. Fuck, it's not even close. Shane Jacobson. Shane Jacobson. All right. So Fucking, we'll get Shane Jacobson. What did I say? Andrew. Andrew. You said Andrew and I said Andrew Johns. Um, no, Andrew Johns is a footballer. Yep. So we'll get Shane Jacobson. He, yeah. To host the biggest brother. The biggest brother. The biggest, biggest. big, big brother. It is the biggest brother. Because it's big brother for big brother. Mm. And we'll... Yeah. They wouldn't be so fucking... Nancy fancy like people that they think they are, would they? They'd be no. under the under the microscope and we go, Well, you fuckers are accountable to us. Yep. You want our votes. Oh, challenges. Here's a challenge, Scomo. If you want to get retain your seat in Parliament, yep. I want to see you juggle in the bathroom naked <laughs> while singing a song. <laughs> if you want my vote. <laughs> Text your response into the biggest brother. Yeah, dude, this all this is. I'm telling you, and this we'll is... get we'll get all the all the all of them, and we put them there, and they're basically in the compound, and they can't leave. They can't like they've got to do all their politicking. Yep. All their politicking from the, yep. big, the biggest brother compound. Yep. And then when they do stupid shit, we'll bring them into the diary room, yeah. and we'll have just we won't have this is big brother. We'll have just like. 
Steve from, you know, Steve's trucking and he gets to ask a question. Yeah. He's in a diary room and he's like, you're fucking, you know, the law you brought in where owner, owner drivers can no longer drive is affecting businesses. Boom. Justify it. And he's got us to the face of the people he's fucking over. Yeah. In the country he's meant to be running or meant to be a beneficial part of, he's got to justify that shit on national TV. Does, does he get the option of saying no? He has to answer that fucking question. So he doesn't get any lifelines? No. And if he gets. And Can't if he phone get, a friend? No. Okay. You, you, know, able to, you know they're all got speechwriters and, and, and the researchers that do yeah. all their work for them. This shit to them. Yeah. We're going to prove them as the idiots they are. Yeah. And then if his answer's not satisfactory, he doesn't get dinner. Fuck yeah, but rice and beans. <laughs> he just gets a plate of rice and beans. That's it. He, yeah. Not even rice and beans. Yeah. He just gets rice. Yeah, fuck the beans. And it's only a small amount. So the next day when he's in you know, parliament, he's super tired yep. and like distracted and, and raw and edgy. And the other pollies are at him going, I mm. ah, guess who had beans last night? You <laughs> said rice last night, eh? How's I was eating the rice steak? going Gomo, you should you should have come up the cafeteria. We were eating um, fucking Fra- sloppy joes. <laughs> we had hot. It was Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know? even know why that became a thing. Actually, uh, alliteration is that that all? Americans, they like tacos. They not too fond of Tuesdays, but tacos seem to improve Tuesdays. Do you know what? If Americans are so fucking smart, why didn't they just think of the Biggest Brother? Because they're not that smart. That's exactly They're not right. this smart. No. But again, thank you, American listeners, for listening. Absolutely. We're not attacking you. We're just attacking your We're not attacking system. you personally, just generally. And your political system's fucked. And some other things. Yeah. Stop shooting everyone. Um, great segue. Great segue. Okay, because we're going to get into crime here. Ooh. We're going to get into as in we're going to do some. Field, um, field research, firsthand sort of. Yep. You can't talk about crime unless you've committed one or two. Well, I've got a couple Australian ones which are quite funny. Yep. Um, this is not so funny. Okay. Um, and, and, of course, it only happens in America. Now, I often find it a little bit bizarre. I know everyone knows of – well, sorry, let me preface this by – I presume everybody knows Jim Jeffries' bit on gun control in the US. A lot of people should. Yeah, and if you don't, just go to YouTube, look at Jim Jeffries' gun control, you'll see the whole thing. A lot of Americans still don't understand the concept of gun control. The younger generation are coming through when they have all these murders and, and they're actually making the point of saying, we've got to do something about the guns, but the old people are like, it's our right to have bare arms, blah, 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 whatever. Yep. This is an example of crime podcast. But this is dun, an dun. example of how shit go, can go wrong and if guns aren't there, probably wouldn't happen. Nope. An 11-year-old son of an Indiana state trooper is in custody and facing attempted murder charge after he allegedly shot his father inside their home in the city of Granger. Authorities identified the officer Friday morning as Matt Mikowski. I feel like Matt Mikowski's a little bit like John Smith, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, his son is a minor, cannot, has not been named. Well, let's guess. It's okay. Matt Mikowski's son. Uh, it's probably Matt Mikowski Jr. Yeah. The shooting unfolded inside a residence of blah, 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 Thursday night around 11pm. I'm going to ask you, 11 o'clock? 11-year-old up. Why is your fucking 11-year-old up? Well, he's up to shoot. 
Well, He's up to do some crimes. Up to no good. <laughs> According to the press release from the St. Joseph County Prosecutor's Office, when responding officers arrived at the scene, they found Mikowski suffering from a single gunshot wound to the abdomen. Hold on. Can we just say, this guy's meant to be a professionally trained cop. Yeah. Couldn't even defend himself against an 11-year-old. Yeah. Not exactly. that good. Exactly. What I will say the training is, like they've tried to, ch- they've tried to charge this kid with attempted murder, Yeah, but he shot him in the gut. I feel the kid's just making a point. <laughs> Listen, if I wanted you fucking dead, you'd be dead. No, he wouldn't because who's trained him? The cop that can't even defend himself from an 11-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> he was, he was aiming for his head. but he's, he's all... No, no, I reckon he shot him in the gut on purpose. He's like, I'm not doing time for you, motherfucker, <laughs> but you're going to remember this. The 46-year-old trooper was not on duty at the time. Oh, shock horror. Well, because he was in his house. Yeah. Uh, was in a semi-stable condition. And they put that, highlighted that, semi-stable. Semi-stable. You're stable, you're not stable. You're stable, you're not stable. That's semi, so you're going back and forth. Ah, okay. I think it means he's a bit fucked up right now, but he'll get better. Okay. So things are looking good, but, you know, still could die. Okay. Uh, In hospital Friday morning and undergoing surgery. His son was taken into custody and detained at the Juvenile Justice Centre on the preliminary charge of attempted murder. Now, why does he take that gun home? Why is the necessity for police officers off duty to take their weapons home? As far as I know, in Australia, I, you're I would, I, would, I would assume that most cops in America would own a gun anyway. Yeah. Because you're licensed to hold one. You can pretty much get whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So he's probably, it's probably his, his son's gun, really. Merry Christmas. So, so here's the argument. No guns in play. Yeah, it, it's work. hard to shoot someone without a gun. Yeah. It's not impossible. No. But you've got to be pretty, pretty good with engineering. Well, yeah, you gotta, that potato gun's got to be high-powered. Like you've got to spray a lot of aerosol into that yeah. chamber. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, and, and that's the thing. No guns, no people getting shot with them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a simple... How come we can see it? Because uh, we don't have guns and don't get shot. Yeah. We're living proof that the system works. If you were to write a research paper, you'd probably start with Australia, wouldn't you? I think we're the we're the number one cited statistic on yeah. dramatic changes in gun laws and how they stopped people from killing thirty six Tasmanians. So what the fuck? <laughs> okay, because it's 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 cultural. It, it's like they 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 got that shit like four hundred years ago or whenever the whenever they did the declaration. I really don't know. Um, they just want guns. They do they just want really guns. They like having guns. Yeah. They like to think they're heroes because you see everyone is like, oh, if it happened to me, I'd pull out my pistol and... And then the fact is it's happening and you're going, oh, I'm going to die, oh, I'm going to die, oh, I'm going to die, run away, run away, run away, run away. And everyone likes to think they're a hero in their own head. Do you think they just played like... I think they just watched too many action movies. Play PUBG and those games online a bit too much? Yeah, a little bit too much Fortnite. Yeah. Probably why the 11 year old shot his daddy. He's like, get a Fortnite. And he's like, I'll fucking show you. I and actually he found a gun and shot him. I would actually like to see how this story unfolds. Unfortunately, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but it's good banter for us. Here's another one when we talk about we take guns out. Again, crime podcast. Yeah. Anthony TJ Cunningham, because you all know TJ. 
Oh, he's the son of... Um, ah, fuck. The Richie? Cunning, Richie Cunningham. <laughs> no, wrong colour. This guy's black. Oh, okay. Well, he's the adopted son of Richie Cunningham. No. Let me read a little bit more and you'll understand. Okay. Cunningham is not, definitely not his real name. I played football at University of Colorado and the Seattle Seahawks. Now, yeah. that's all fine. Played there. But according to this... Um, this is, he played there 25 years ago. <laughs> so it's irrelevant information. Exactly, yeah. So anyway, he died on Monday. Mm. Sorry. After being shot by a neighbour during a dispute over a parking spot. <sighs> he was 46 years old. Cunningham was shot during the fight and the neighbour who lived across the street Sunday morning just after 9am... A spokesperson for the Sheriff's Department told the Daily News he was taken to the hospital and died on Monday afternoon. So he, I love the logic. If I kill him, then he won't park there anymore and yeah. I can park there. That'll fucking learn him. That'll, you want to you park in that place? You want to put a vehicle there? I will murder you. Yeah. This seems logical. It says that the neighbour was a 31-year-old who yeah. was charged with first-degree murder is being held without bond, blah, blah, blah. Is the then it goes on to talk about he was a tremendous part of the community and touched and touched countless others beyond Boulder. <laughs> I don't think touching was appropriate. <laughs> uh, what he touched? Yeah. Are we, are we misinterpreting touched, or is he? I think they touching. He was touching, <laughs> he but was not touching. Touching. Just going around, going tip. You're it, and then running yeah. away. We're deeply shocked and saddened to learn of the death. Okay, yeah, we get that. He was a good family man and had a strong passion for working with young people. You know what? That's nice. That's great. He was a standout wide receiver and defensive back in the University of Colorado from 92 to 95. Is this relevant? Not particularly, no. No. Right. Why are they telling me? Let's get down to... No, that's it. Nothing more. That's it. They had an argument over a parking spot and he... How bad can you be at arguments? The only way to resolve it is to shoot someone. To pull out a gun and go, that's where I park. Why are you parking there? <laughs> Ain't nobody going to park in my spot. Now, the 31-year-old that shot him is going to get parked on oh, regularly. Yeah. He's getting parked in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? Dude, it's a parking spot. Like, how on the edge were you already Yeah. to go, I'll kill someone over a parking spot? Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll end that guy's life over where he puts his Jeep Cherokee. I really can't blame that he's got a shit life with his wife. I can't look at that and go, that's the reasoning. I, I just go, man, someone pissed him off that day. <laughs> it's not even a burnout in the street. Yeah, no, you've got you to start small. It's got to escalate. Like you throw some eggs. Yeah. Slash his tyres, key his car. Toilet paper. You know, steal his dog. Marry his, his, his wife. Yeah, uh, no, 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 not married, just fuck her. <laughs> just fuck his wife. Yeah, and then send him pictures. Uh, start being a more, you know, positive role in his children's lives. So this guy's play, a... Play the psychological game, man. Play the long run over that parking space. So the guy was, according to the community, is this super nice guy. Yeah. And then this 31-year-old was like, man, he might be nice, but he ain't parking in my <laughs> fucking street. What the fuck is wrong with people? Dude, it's a parking spot. Like Again, take guns out of the equation. That's it. You will escalate to the to the 
craziest thing you have. If everyone has knives, everyone gets stabbed. Yeah. If everyone has guns, everyone gets shot. If one dude had a nuke, yeah. he would he'd set that shit off over some stupid shit. It'd just be a big hole. He'd go to the post office and his package wasn't there. Yeah. He'd go home and press a red button. Right? Because we're idiots. We're humans and we're idiots. We're yeah. not smart enough to see the world as 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 some sort of you know, one consciousness, transcendent state. We're just, I'm angry and things are going to die. Yeah. Like that's just because that's what people do. They're dumb and they're animalistic. So if you stop giving them things to kill each other with, less of them will die. So maybe we should bring in slapping. Slapping. Yeah. Just make it customary and make it trendy. Make the governments go, yeah, 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 yeah. Slapping's cool. You can slap, man. But you got to have like a, a padded glove on. No, because you want to hear that sound. You just want to hear that. <laughs> and everyone's skin walking on around skin. getting bitch slapped. You get bitch slapped enough, you go home, you get a gun, and you shoot a bunch of no, people. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. That's the escalation. No, but what, if things escalate, it yeah. escalates to slapping. It's not a free for all. You just can't go and slap anyone. Yeah, you can't just go and slap someone's kid. <laughs> See in the shopping center, and you go. Wow, are you crying, little boy? Smack. Yeah, my favourite line. <laughs> Why are you crying? I'll give you something to cry for. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? That's it. Slap. Slap. Yeah. So I think take away guns, reinduce slapping. What, remember the days when they, they, they show you the old Brits and the French and they pull off a glove. He pulls it off finger by finger. And then slaps him with now, the glove. You know what he was doing? He was challenging him to a fucking duel. Yeah, but he slapped. challenge you to a duel. But he slaps him with the glove across the face. Yeah. And, and the then other they dude, go outside and shoot each other. Yeah, yeah, but the other dude doesn't need to. Yeah, but you know what? You're talking about a gun that's got one shot in it. That's it's a it. fucking musket. So you got, and like, your chances of hitting, it's like... It's like the murder lotto. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to yeah. win, you're going to lose. It's like, oh, no, I killed him. Oh, how did you kill him? Oh, I shot him in the throat and he choked <laughs> on it. I shot him in the toe and he died of septicemia yeah. 12 months later because exactly. we don't have penicillin. Exactly. That's that's the whole thing. I reckon wiffle ball bats. Yeah, you know, just okay. like you go outside pool noodles. You go outside, pool. <laughs> pool. I'm yeah, fuck the wiffle ball pool go, noodles go is where it's at, and you just sort of fight each other with pool noodles until you giggle or give up. Yeah, and then you go, all right, that one's settled. That's ha- done. How you can't hurt someone, <laughs> and not even you're not allowed to fold them in half. No, you can't. That you can't give them that added tensile strength. No, you, gotta, you, you just got to floppy fight each other. Yeah, yeah. who's yeah. going to get tired first? That's it. Or who's going to giggle and be like, "Stop it, <laughs> stop it!" And you know what? When that dude trips and falls down, yeah, and you make the, the killer punch, that killer punch is going to take you, I don't know, four days. How can you kill? So you can't kill someone with a pool noodle. You just be slapping them, bang, bang, bang. You give up, you give up, you and give you, up, you yeah, give up. Yeah, so, and you give up at that point because someone's like dildoing you in the face with a pool noodle. Yeah. yeah. And then if they escalate to violence from that, they're in the wrong. Yeah. We've got to take guns out of the equation. We've got to take guns out of the equation, but you can't just, you can't take them and not give anything back. Well, here's the Houston police's theory on changing laws. Yep. Um, a police, a Houston police chief said the department will end, you're going to love this, no-knock warrants. What's that? Well, my understanding of a warrant is, hello, this is the police, we've got a warrant. Yeah. This is no-knock. So, no-knock, just kick the door in and run in. Oh, okay. Because I, I was thinking they just like wait till you open it because they're not knocking. 
Oh, we're just standing out the front. They're like signaling you through the window on the hi, door. Hi, hi, hello, hello, hello. excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> There's like six cops hidden around the corner. going, excuse me, hi, excuse me, can I, can I just, just, I just, excuse me. And then he opens the rah, 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 rah. And, and you look through the peephole and it's just this eye. Hi, <laughs> I can, can you see me? I, I can me. hear I can hear you breathing. <laughs> is this a warrant? No, I just, I just need. Just come outside. <laughs> just, just come just on. Just open the door. Just, I need a, I need a, I got a thing down the. I just need. <laughs> just. I've got, I've got a present for you. <laughs> you rock up with a wrapped up box yeah. with a bow on it. This is for you if you come outside. Oh, come on, come outside. Well, th- that was what I would think a no knock warrant is. <laughs> But apparently a no-knock warrant yeah. is that they... They ju- just kick the fucking door down. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, even if I'm not doing anything illegal and someone kicks my front door in and comes bursting in... You're going to defend yourself. Damn straight. You so, don't know what's going on. So the reason that they're going to drop these yep. no-knock warrants is following a deadly drug raid in which two suspects were killed and several officers were injured. Someone kicked the fucking door down and they grabbed their gun and started shooting. Yeah. Oh, and they know they're criminals. Because criminals aren't going to have guns lying around. I know, right? So that in January 28 raid on a home has resulted in four police officers being shot and injured last week. Funny how the coppers have been shot and injured yet the suspects were killed. To be fair, the the cops were a lot more ready. Yeah. And they were also wearing body armour. Yeah, that's true. And there was more of them. Last week it was revealed that an affidavit to justify the warrant appears to contain, in I love this, they've highlighted this, some material untruths or lies. <laughs> what? This was last week it was revealed that an affidavit to justify the warrant. So in other words, they got a warrant, it was bullshit. Uh, the no-knock warrants are going to go away like, oh, fuck, I love when they, they get into um, using fucking English. The no-knock warrants are going to go away like leaded gasoline in this city. Hey? <clears throat> that's, that's... Yeah, they're old school. Yeah. That's a, that's a good analogy. He, he did well in English class. He's he reads. Awesome. He's a reader. He's, he's, he's just saying words. <laughs> he said the officers will need to request a special exemption from this office to conduct a no-knock raid. Yeah, but then they'll just request one every time and probably get it. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those, oh, we got rid of it. Now you need a special exemption. Well, who yeah. gets a special exemption? Police. That, that pad over there, just fill it out <laughs> just, and sign. You don't even need, just write your name on it. Yeah, we'll change the, we're going to print a new pad. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. So unfortunately, Dennis Tuttle and Rogina Nicholas. Rogina. Hmm. Regina. Dennis, mm. mind you, now I just want to emphasize this. These are the people were killed after police serving the warrant were fired upon, okay? Yep. Just let me just throw a fact at you. Dennis Tuttle, 59. Mm. Regina Nicholas, 58. Oh, they're going after the hardened criminals. What the fuck are we doing sending? Are we? We're not. Almost we're not. Not, not, our, not our country. Sorry, Houston. We're perfect. They're sending fucking... A full-blown raid on two crackheads. But they're sending semi-retired. 58 and 59. They're not going to be yeah. the fittest fucking coppers on the force. Yeah, that's true. They're like, they're, oh, this fucking... Oh, I don't know if I wear me bulletproof jacket. It's a bit fucking tight. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you got it 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I fucking did too. 
No, not good. Yeah, no, that's a bit. Uh... Send those old blacks. Yeah. Send them in to not knock. Did we knock? I don't know. Did we knock? Oh, actually, sorry. I've I've just I've just fucked up. They're the actual drug dealers. Oh, okay. They, they, they weren't hard the criminals. So that whole line. If we didn't do this live, I could edit and go <laughs> make it sound really good. But I was everything you just heard. Pretend you didn't. Yeah, I just fucked up. Nah, my bad. So they basically sent them after two old crackheads. They sent them for two men that are nearly sixty years of age. One was Regina. It was Regina, a dude or a chick. Well, it doesn't they? They just say Regina. Yeah, but it's not like you. It's Regina. It's R H O G E N A. Rogana. Who knows? Yeah, they don't say Rogan, Josh. They just go two suspects. They don't even get. You can't no sex. Okay. Yeah. So, but they, they even then like they're not going after young, fit, hip criminals. They're going after like two old people who are probably cooking meth. And what, what are they? What are they going to do for smoke some meth? Just like, <laughs> hey, listen, we haven't got. The, the knocking warrant. So, but we're just going to ask you really politely. We've got the house surrounded. You really can't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they just do want to have a talk to you. Fun. I think they get a sense of excitement out of bursting through the door, like it's the, the action movie thing all over again. Yeah, we go kick the fucking door down. Rah, 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 get on the floor. Rah, rah, pew, 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 rah, rah, rah. Like it's that meathead adrenaline shit. See, I'm I'm a little bit age difference than you. I couldn't think of anything fucking worse. I'd be that dude going, you know what? I'll just sit in the car and fill out the paperwork. I'd be the last in that. You know, like they will run in in a line. Because yeah. I was watching one. It was um, on. It was it was an Australian raid. Yeah, they did it this week. I can't think what they raided. Drug actually, raid. actually, it might have been the raid on that. Um, 25-year-old is running a massive drug empire on the dark web. I've actually got that story. Brilliant, Brilliant and, segue. And, and they all sort of, they get in a line to, yeah. to go through the door and the last dude just sort of strolled in because <laughs> the first guy's fucking like pushing. Yeah, crazy. And, and, then, and then it's like traffic, you know, like the further down the line, the slower they are. The last guy just sort of... Because <laughs> yeah. he knew by the time he got in, everything's going to be done. Yeah. He just sort of, oh, I'm here if you need me. <laughs> I'd be that guy that just stands behind the van and they go, okay, the door's locked. Bring in the jammer. And I just held that big that big buffering the post. Big fucking dong thing. And I'd just come up and go, yeah, this door? And they go, yeah. And I'd go, one, two, and I'd swing, crack the door open, and then I'd just yell out, go, 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 go. And they all go running in. <laughs> standing behind standing behind the big thing like, oh. Yeah, and I'd just then walk back to the truck and stick it in the back. Yeah, all right. Should have had a bit of paperwork. Yeah. How do you guys go in there? Did you go all right? Yeah, Did you find fun. what you're looking for? But I got the door open really well yeah, for you, though. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't get in without that door being open, oh, could you? Oh, did you K-Mac, like the way I came back? You and your door opening abilities, none other. Do you like the way I smashed that double oh. lock? <laughs> hey? I reckon that's the funnest bit. Mm-hmm. Like the guy gets to fuck that door up. There was a there was a, a video floating around, and I want to say. Somewhere in Europe. That's about as good as I know where it was. Yeah. And they're trying to burst into this apartment. Have you seen that one? That steel just, door? He's just going at it and going at it. It literally runs for, I think, 25 minutes. And they still weren't in at that stage. They're, 
got steel door, steel door jams, and the doors barely bending, and yeah. and they're just banging it and banging it, and the neighbours are looking out, and they're like, "Fuck, are you guys still here? Like, <laughs> shut up! I'm trying to go to sleep." Yeah, I like that. back in the in the eighties and nineties in America, where they trap houses, so drug houses. Yep, they used to just go get a really expensive door and put it on them. Yeah, okay. Because they're all just like they were like um like welfare crack houses, but yeah. they just put a really strong door on them. Yeah. Because by the time the cops had finally got the door in, they'd flushed all the crack. Yeah. So yeah. the cops just went and put a barge on a tank. Yeah, I've seen that. And they just fucking... Actually, what did I say? What movie was that? So that's in, it's in the beginning of uh, the NWA movie. Yes. Straight yes, out of Compton. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's true. It's what they do because yeah. otherwise the cops would spend so long kicking a door down, they'd gotten rid of all the evidence and they're just there and they're going, hi. Yeah. Hi. But how did they overcome that? They had... Big fucking tank. Yeah, but then the, 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 the criminals had people in the street watching. Oh, yeah, they'd, you yeah. know, sitting in, in front of their, their buildings and stuff. And then call them just, on a big 80s mobile phone. Your big kick ass Motorola. Or they just had a cup and a string. Or they just yell out, hey, hey, the N word. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> N word. Hey, word I can't say. Yeah. Yep. So, good segue. Good segue. You're bringing it back because I was amazed by this. You sort of threw it at. At me during the week, and old mate who was twenty five and running a, a seventeen million dollar drug empire. This is gold, and they say that this generation's lazy and non entrepreneurial. Three people accused of selling and distributing worth more than seventeen million dollars. Now, the end of the story is a kicker. Have been charged in what police believe the first and largest penetration of the dark web in Australia. The trio, a 25-year-old man and two women aged 20 and 24. They were his sisters. Oh, fuck off, really? Yeah. Uh, were arrested on Thursday as part of a broader investigation in the drug supply dating back to 2018. Well, it doesn't really date back too far, does it? Uh, it came after detectives uncovered a sophisticated... I love how they uncovered it. I, maybe <laughs> someone dobbed them in. It's always that. Yeah. Uh, uncovered a sophisticated online drug distribution network operating from the south coast of New South Wales. Bear that in mind because it's going to be a dead giveaway. Police will allege the 25-year-old man has been operating an online vendor on the dark web selling illegal drugs and prescription medications for several years. I love how it always has to go prescription as well. Because they're not, they're, not, they're not as bad, remember? Apparently. These women, the women are accused of packaging and posting the orders, including M. M why do I always stumble on this? MDMA, yep. LSD, methamphetamine to buyers across Australia. This is probably the first and largest penetration of the dark web in Australia and is resulting in taking out the syndicate who have dealt around $17 million worth of drugs across the nation. First and largest. Well, if it's the first, it's also the smallest. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's exactly the right. The first and largest. It's the only. Yeah. Yeah. The acting assistant police commissioner, Stuart Smith, told reporters on, in Sydney on Friday, after raids on five properties in the south coast on th Sydney on Thursday... What? Oh, okay, the raids took place on Thursday morning. He said, officers recovered 2.5 kilograms of white powder, 200 grams of MDMA, more than 100... Thousand LSD tabs, and wait for it, a significant quantity of Xanax made to look like candy. Yep. Is that the rage? Pez. Is that what they're making it look like? Yeah. Okay. I've, 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 
seen and heard of. Um, Allegedly. So it's not always like Xanax is one form of barbiturate and it, they, it, could be an, it could be another one, but they're all sort of barbiturates. Well, Xanax is just a, it's a um, antidepressant. Uh, anti-anxiety, antidepressant. Yeah. So anti- something in it is just what everyone's... It gets you fucked up. Yeah. It hits the same thing in your brain that alcohol does. Here's the key. Sophisticated computer equipment, a significant quantity of cash and several vehicles including a Maserati yeah. and a Mercedes-Benz were always also seized. Seized, sorry. All three of those arrests were charged with last com- large commercial drug distribution offences and refused bail to appear in Nowra Local Court on Friday. Nowra Local Court. If you're driving around now in a fucking Maserati and you're 25 years of yeah. age... Warning fucking bells are flying, my friend. If you've made $17 million, yeah. stop. Yeah. <laughs> Greed, dude. Greed. Mm. But, and and this, the, the fact that that happens to me isn't a shock. I know for a fact I've heard from multiple sources of people just buying uh, drugs on a dark web and they send it through the post. Yeah. yeah. Like they just... Because we think the post is some sophisticated network no, no. The, the the Australia Post isn't set up to deal with that issue. Yeah. Even like police commissions have come out and said it's, it's a fucking postal network. It's not a do- a dog is sniffing every package and all that. Yeah. So people just go online and go do 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 one cannabis please, and then it just rocks up in the mail. Could I have one cannabis please? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know they're on the. Would you like to buy a cannabis? <laughs> Would you like it in a rolled marijuana cigarette? That's exactly right. You know what's funny? I had a friend that had a book sent to him, only not even a large book, yep. from the UK, from someone he has no fucking idea, containing drugs. Yeah. I opened it up and went, like in the book, oh, what the fuck is this? And flicked sort of, and the drugs fell out. Did he went, know the person? No. Or? So what they do there. No idea. So what they do there is they also send it to a different address. Yeah. And then someone comes and checks that mailbox. Yeah. Because all you get charged with is mail theft. Yeah. As if you get it sent to your address and you go, ha ha, my drugs have arrived. And they're like, surprise, motherfucker. And they arrest you. You've got drugs sent to your house. Yeah. Whereas otherwise you're just stealing people's mail, which is a a significantly lessened crime. That's fucking crazy. How good would that be though? Yeah. Someone sent me uh, one of those pocket Bibles. What was in it? Heroin. Yeah. (laughs) I, I my first question was, so did you smoke it? Yeah, fucking oath. Okay, cool. Done. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah. There's yeah. no no thought about but it. it. But it's pretty commonplace that people are buying relatively high quality um, drugs online. Yeah. yeah. For significantly cheaper as well. Is it? Is it quite- even even? And I've not looked into it because I don't even know how to use the dark web. Yeah, like I, know, I have a rough idea of how it works, but not good enough to be like I won't get caught. I, I, it, it, you know, you can get someone who's a bit more computer smart. I, I, uh, what was it? Something I heard about something that I heard. It was something like that, yeah. and it was talking about the dark web. And it said you need to download. Is it Tor? Tor. And I downloaded Tor. Yep. And then went to go. Where do I go with this? Purely for curiosity's sake, yeah. yeah. And all I could think about was the fallout. Is that if you supposedly can't track me, but you've got highly sophisticated ways of knowing that I've been there, yeah. And if I end up going to somewhere I shouldn't, 
not on purpose, and then that tracks my history, I'm yeah. fucked. So they can't track you. Yeah. Um, what the, the more complicated bit is using Bitcoins and that to purchase things and, yeah. and, and making money go through those. Like, so they can't, they can't tell where you've been. The, yeah. the system that they use called onion routing was designed by the American Navy to send deeply coded signals through the internet. But that's just you looking. Yeah. It's when people purchase things, I think, that, you know, things become trackable. Yeah. But I don't know that enough either. And I don't, so, I, I, I'm not willing. I don't need to buy guns or drugs or like nah. a sex slave. I don't need. No. But I've heard of dudes going on holidays and getting super duper cheap hotel rooms on the dark web. Oh, okay. Of buying and buying legitimate things like really cheap shoes. Like ridiculously clothes. cheap. Yeah. The, the point where you're going, someone's doing something dodgy and they obviously using the dark web to do it, but cheap hotel rooms and like shit like that. And it's just like, well, that doesn't sound too bad. Because going on the dark web is not illegal. No. It's just that, you know, look, I, I don't, I often think if someone was to look at my computer and look at my, my search history just as is, yeah. would go, fuck, this is pretty extreme. Because I look at everything, everything and anything. Like I, if I don't know something, I'll, I'll search it and then it becomes yeah. that rabbit hole that you go down and it takes you to this, it takes you to that. It ta- Somehow it always ends up in porn. I don't know why that happens. <laughs> why does it always go, oh, yeah, that's Because it's right. the internet. Yeah, you go look. The at internet's it. a blanket of information in a bed of porn. Yeah, it's like, oh, this actress, I haven't seen her for ages. I wonder what she's doing. Porn. Oh yeah, porn. Okay. Ah, now I've got to masturbate again. Yeah. Um, damn it! God damn it! Internet. Fuck damn. you, internet. <laughs> ah, back at it. You're making my balls shrink. <laughs> you go. You go into the shop and they're like, yeah, "This is the second time that guy's bought hand lotion today." Yeah. Yeah. And he looks quite sweaty. And he's buying it in a 40 litre barrel. He's I don't just understand buying, what's he's going just on. buying hand lotion and Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing So, would you like tissues sleep. are on special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me them, give me them. Give yeah. them. No, no. I've gone past tissues. I use. Uh, you got a balcony, so. Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> if you can time your strokes for the last few steps, you could just. Oh, you know, land on someone's roof and a bloke comes out in the morning and that fucking bird shit on my roof again. You're going to a dark place. <laughs> this is worse than the dark web right now. You're going to the dark place. <laughs> this, this is young Neil's, inside of young Neil's mind. <laughs> Shooting come over the veranda. Just coming on some dude's car's roof. That's bad. Oh, I'm back. Um, <laughs> so, so if you're watching this young bloke, 25 years of age. Yeah, 25. Who's dressed in... What would his attire be? Gucci. Um, I don't. I don't know fancy clothes. Gucci, Versace. Um, yeah, with those sort of with Nike sneakers, five thousand dollars suits. He's driving a Maserati. I don't. I don't. Now, dude, he's not wearing a suit. No, he's wearing tracksuit pants. Yeah, he was wearing like Adidas trackies. He's wearing, well, the thing is, you can dress nice and still not be noted. Okay, that guy's spending money on clothes. But it's when you're driving to Maseratis or Ferraris. It's when you're living in uh, a beachside, you know, like fucking villa or something. Yeah. You're 25 um, and no one – and everyone would know. And his other two – and the other two were sisters. Yeah. So his sisters were the, the packaging and sent, sending things. 
So that we call that the what we call it the dispatch department. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they, were, he couldn't do they that, worked in dispatch. He couldn't do that cool thing in movies where they get them naked to do it because they were no. his sisters. No, that's weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, but and to get but, but between three people to have seventeen million dollars, stop. So how I look at that is this is this is where I go. For, I look for leaks. Right, I'm going. There's got to be a leak somewhere. Yeah, someone gets caught. Yeah, with a lot of drug, not like personal use, but like go to prison drugs. Yeah, and they go, well, where'd you get this? And he goes, well, I buy off this, and then they go and do that. So no, I go. I with, reckon 99 of police work is just catching someone. I reckon it's one of the girl's ex boyfriends. You reckon? He's been. She's ditched him. He's going. What know. the fuck? What are you ditch me? Like, what's going on? He goes. She was buying me all these nice things and. I don't know because at the same time you would totally just bullshit to anyone that you knew and be like, oh, we run a business, my brother sells things online, I do the paperwork, I do accountancy or some shit for him. So here's a topic that we could bring up every episode called How Dumb Criminals Are. Remember? Yeah. They're not all stupid. No, no, no. But I'm going to tell you, in this system that they've been operating in and that $70 million has passed through their fingers, right, yeah. well, they've, they've accumulated... To get caught, someone's fucked up. Someone's stupid. Someone's fucked up, but I don't think it necessarily has to be them, but just someone who's buying, using him as a supplier and has bought 100, oh, yeah, 100, yeah. 100 imported ecstasy pills and someone and the cops are going, well, who doesn't want to go to prison? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And I reckon that's what most of the time they get caught is. Yeah. And even he wouldn't have been ready for it. I reckon he went online and went, I reckon I could buy some drugs. Yeah. And he bought some drugs and went, Oh, that was easy. I reckon I could buy a lot more drugs. Yeah, and then yeah. he's done it and gone, okay, I'm a drug dealer now. Like yeah. He has no idea who or what or when or where. or the. He's some innocent, not innocent, heroic really importing drugs. Um, yeah, I think that he's, um, he's got the... There's um, no face-to-face criminal worries. There's no, I'm going to meet a, a guy with a gun. He could be an angry looking... He's just buying this shit online and then sending it out through the post. Is he buying it? Where's he buying it from? Probably on the dark web. The if he's story. selling it on the dark web, yeah. he's probably yeah, buying yeah. it on the dark yeah. web. He's buying it from a guy in wherever they make good drugs, northern Europe, and then he's bringing them here and sending them out. And there's no face-to-face issues. There's no meetings in dark alleys and all that. All the money's Bitcoin, which is untraceable until you convert it back into currency. He's just some guy in a house who's yep. made himself rich selling drugs, but he was too stupid to stop. So let's have a look at it this, from your point of view, where you see it now. Because that remember that story that that guy, the American guy that was had the Silk Road. Yep. When the Americans finally got hold of him, Ooh. they have fucking locked him up. Like he trying to lock him up for eternity. Yeah. And and they talk about him like he's a traitor to the rest of the world and like crazy stuff. Really, really bad. Like it's his sentence. I can't even think, yeah. and I'd have to research it. But his sentence is crazy. And I listened to a book, an audio book about his plight and how he got to where he was and how he was traveling. He was living in Australia at one stage. He was living in Sydney. Yep. Then you had people that worked for him all around the world. But he is being perceived, which is quite ironic when you think about the Americans and the drug, you know, money they've put in the drugs out of South America. But he's being perceived as enemy number one. Yep. Do you think this young 25-year-old should be put in that light or should just like, you know what, you're fucked up, you got to do the time? And I think there always seems to be a plight to make drug dealers the worst people ever. Yeah. 
And, you know, it's just not the case. No, I don't. I don't. He's, if anything, he's like a new age drug dealer and he's not part of the bikies or this gang or that gang or whatever. He's, you know, off the grid drug dealing. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it, it all comes down to that, that sort of society trying to make drugs the enemy when... It's not drugs. It's it's bad people who are bad people. Yeah, yeah. I I don't get I don't get the the mentality of trying to to persecute this guy. I think because a lot of, a lot of people in power are upset that drugs won the war on drugs. I think they make an extra effort now because a lot of the, the mentality of of the youth has changed. We're not as concerned about ecstasy. We don't. Most people don't really see it as a bad thing. Yeah. Meth's still pretty evil. <laughs> Coke, you know, people trying to do an acid and smoking weed. It's not it's not that bad. No. Um But do you think the the, the um it's expect to see your mate Gladys yeah. Berichiklian would, would actually be expected to nail this bloke. Yep. It's an election year. She's not going to be around by the time this guy goes to court. So no. she's not saying anything about it at all. No, she's done. Yeah. She's um and, and that ties into it, the whole live music culture and a drug culture and just the changing perception in what's acceptable. Yeah. You know. And and that's where you get these sides sort of drawn. Well, you've got to make these people the worst so that we believe they're the worst. Otherwise we go, yeah, it's just a guy with drugs. We've all done drugs. I, I don't think – like if he was directly responsible for taking people's lives, mm. right, and, and I'm, not ju- I'm not trying to justify that what he's done isn't wrong. He, obviously it's illegal so yep. there's got to be some, something that you've got to, you know, got to face your actions. Yeah. But I feel that locking him away for 10 years of his life is going to do absolutely nothing. It's – yeah, no, it's not because – He's not going to... What's he going to do from that? He's going to be fucking angry. He'll be angry. He'll probably... He's probably got a whole bunch of money stored away that he'll just get when he gets out. Um, Wouldn't it be better to take his proceeds from crime and look into it? If, if the guy's smart, he's got money hidden. Right? Oh, yeah. But, but go into the proceeds of crime. Take them away. Give him a, a token two years. Who gets the money from the proceeds of crime? Yeah, that's interesting. Argument because I often think that about drug busts and cash. Well, busts. I know for a fact that police won't raid a place unless it's got forty thousand dollars worth of cash. Okay, because that's the price of a raid. So, so what happens? Oh fuck! Is that really? So, what happens when? Because I, I don't know. And you ever saw the Richard Buttrose, Ida Buttrose's nephew? He was a cocaine dealer in the eastern suburbs. Oh, okay, and they raided his house twice, and then someone. Tipped off. I love how just someone. Oh no, he's got a rental property. And when they went to this rental property, they were finding cash money. Like I think that it was, I think it ended up. It was like a million dollars or seven hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars, like cash. Bullshit amounts of money. It was crazy, right? Yeah. Where's that money go? Well, we know where it goes. Where it goes to the police. It goes to those who, who are raiding it. So to fund more raids. If anything, they profit from the proceeds of crime. So is that that's what it goes to? I reckon so. I'd be interested to know. I would too. And I think there should be a lottery. 
for all Australian citizens over the age of 18 who have paid tax. Proceeds of crime lottery. Mm, Absolutely. Why not? Okay. Because we pay the tax to get these people to raid it and then yeah. they just take the money from it. They get paid twice. So what do they do with the vehicles and things that they take? What are the property in there? I think take? they sell a lot of that back off. Mm. Auction it or? Yeah, there's police auctions. Yeah, but uh, I know there's been police auctions for uh, not so much stolen material but illegal material. Dude, and- think about this, right? Every year City Rail takes all the phones that weren't claimed in 12 months and auctions them off at Pickles Auctions. They find that many phones. Oh. Oh, man, who's worked for the railway said he's seen the room they're in and it's a big fucking room. Because that many phones get handed in. That's crazy. And then they go and auction them off. That's the numbers that have been handed in versus the ones that have been taken. Surely, surely more have been stolen than taken. Like, you know what I mean? Like someone leaves behind, they go. I don't know. I think a lot of people aren't that bad. Also, a locked phone. I don't know how to unlock it. Yeah. (laughs) I can't steal from this. You can have it. Yeah. Uh, so in my world, I'd go, oh, it's Android. I'm fucked. It's thrown on the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they do. They obviously make the money from it. Ah, we got him. We got him. He had a million dollars. Well, where does that million dollars go? Does it go to the children's hospital? Yeah. Does it go towards people looking for the cure for cancer? Does it go to the homeless, the poor, the sick, the hungry? Or does it go back into the police or the drug agencies or whatever to continue doing what they're yeah, doing? Yeah, okay. Because if it does... They're profiting from the proceeds of crime. When I think that money could be used elsewhere. Do you, do you think when they the drug squad does a drug raid and there's like this massive big bag of hooch and they just go, oh, I'll just take a handful. No, uh, no. Absolutely. There's, there's, one, there's an awesome photo. I think it's in like South America and they're standing there taking their, their pride pictures like the, the – yep. The, the military who are also the police, obviously, holding the guns in front of like this big pile of drugs and there's one dude with just a square under his shirt. <laughs> it's just nice. Like, they're like, we got, <laughs> we got 99 kilograms of meth. It's like bullshit. People trade in hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Like, so that, where's that, where's yeah. that kilogram of meth? Was, where was it? One of the police major stations have blamed the air conditioning for why they all proved positive to cocaine. Oh, fuck off. This was maybe six months ago. Someone sent me an article and they went, oh, because of the air conditioning and there's so much drugs in the evidence room that no. we're, all, we're all testing positive for drugs. So now they're going to upgrade the air conditioning system. Yeah, right. It's the air con. It blew it right up your nose. Yeah. Load of shit. You know, how stupid are they? The thing I think about, uh, especially the police force and, and detectives and all that, the system was corrupt for years and years and years and years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it isn't? Yeah, it's all of a sudden clean. But it's, it's mm. a – I know in Australia in particular it's the Royal Commissions yeah. that go through. I don't actually think they lay the column Royal Commissions anymore. I think they, got, they have to drop the Royal name out of them. It's a commission. Yeah, it's um, – That sounds dodgier. Uh, they create they the create the, They create a um, – Operate, a task force. Operation No One Do Cocaine No More. Yeah, they do a task force. So those people that got there, yeah, don't you think they came through a corrupt system to get there? Um, yeah. Don't, don't you think they themselves are part of the system that's corrupt? You think about poli- people who have oh, been in the police force for 40 years. That's not good. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm going to stick my neck out on, on this one alone. 
and say the current police commissioner of New South Wales, Mick Fuller, is – I think it's Mick Fuller. Fuck, I feel like an idiot if that's not his name. But he is the real deal. Yeah. He was sitting behind a few others that may have been – in the boys' club, including a yeah. woman, right? I'm not saying that that's but the the, the uh, special untouchables group yeah. of yeah. And he wasn't considered to be the number one dog, and due to the fallout of a um, investigation and review of the siege that took place in Martin Place, yep. drastic changes need to be made, and he was brought into the equation. Now, since he has, he has pledged his. Um, I almost sound like an American saying pledge of allegiance, but he's pledged his support to campaigns and to police that are fighting. So um, Inspector Gary, I can never remember his name, but one of the coppers who is high up in the New South Wales Police Force and, and investigations that are ongoing in certain cases, Yep, Gary Jubilin, um, is get full support from the 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 crime podcast um, about the the teacher's pet. Yep. Due to that groundswell that came from the podcast and the interest that was, they went to the commission. The commissioner said, "Yep, we're going to support it. We're going to make things happen." And hence, charges are being pressed. So, I think you get shining lights, and you'll get bits and pieces of police that shine through and go. Fuck yeah, that's why I go to work. That's why I do that job. Yeah. And I think the other guys that have been on the take or going, oh, fuck, what are these guys doing? They're ruining the police force. And I think you might weed a few out, but you're always going to get... Because when you've got... Like we talk about the guy driving the car, the police car, and he's texting. He knows he's doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Right? But they get to a point of authority. It's like, well, fucking hang on. You don't tell me what to do. Yeah. And that's that's the the thing that they they have this antagonistic view of everyone who's not a cop. Yeah, and it's like as a as a cop, you're in the public service. Yeah, I'm the public. Yeah, you're you are the service to me. Yeah, and yeah. they think they are a law and an authority unto themselves. Yeah, and it's the complete opposite of what they are. Yeah, and this is where law goes crazy when we've been discussing the whole music industry and outdoor concerts and stuff. Yeah. Um, Police are not the lawmakers. No. They uphold the law. They don't get to choose. They just go and do that job and that's what they have to do. And unfortunately, too many of them in that situation. So it came up recently and I was talking to my son about it. If you get searched at a concert, let's say outdoor concert, as you walk in and they decide to search you and the dog sits down or whatever, they go, right, they come over here and they search you and they find nothing. They, they still kick you out and you go, well, but you didn't find anything. Yeah, no, sorry, the dog sat down. It's just that you got lucky. See you later, bye. You still – you don't get to participate. That's fucked. Now, that's them now making their own laws. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I thought, well, that's a lot of shit. Like that can't – but I've checked into it. That's exactly what they do. They use their judgment to do whatever they fucking want. I, have a, I was talking to a friend I caught up with recently and – as he was saying, because he goes to a lot of music festivals, he listens to a lot of like EDM and all that. And he was saying, because there's, there's a popular thing where you wear a face mask and there's like you know, a mouth printed on it or whatever. But that's what people wear. Okay. Yeah. That's part of the fashion. And the police would just go and pull those off and say, no, you can't have them, take them off them. What? Because they don't want to wearing them. But they think it might conceal something. So then they make the decision to say no. 
How is wearing a face mask and sealing anything? How is taking something off someone legal? They're not. They're not breaking. Removing the law. an item of clothing from someone is yeah. illegal. Yeah. Without their consent. Yeah. Without the proper jurisdiction, that is a crime. Yeah. And they'll do that constantly. How How is that even feasible? <clears throat> that's police state. That's it. And th- that's the problem. They don't look at it and say, you know what, maybe people aren't responding to us because of our tactics have been wrong. They go, well, no, people will respect us. No. I was like, I don't respect police. No, fuck and that. I don't respect anyone who hasn't done anything that makes me respect them. Yeah. Okay, you've got a blue shirt and a badge. Good on you, mate. It doesn't make you any better of a person. No, and, and that's that's the the whole thing you taught growing up. Is it, you know, to get respect, you to gain respect, you've got to give respect. Yep. These guys aren't being respectful of other people. No. And, and don't get me wrong, we don't have it bad in other countries around the world where police can shoot and barge into your home and do whatever they want. Yeah, but it doesn't mean. Yeah, so yeah, it is we better than them, that. but it's still not good enough. No, it's not. It's not. But but fuck, I'd be pe- a face mask. Yeah, Who cares? because they believe. Well, we made that decision today. No one's wearing a face mask. You see, you see, with that protest that happened yesterday or the day before about don't kill live music. Yeah, you know what kicked that off was, and I think it was called Blues Fest. Okay, um, had to cancel because under the new laws they would have to pay a two hundred thousand dollar police fee to have police there. Yep. So. To have that event on Blues Fest, yeah, in Byron, Byron Bay, yeah, would have to pay two hundred thousand dollars for for a police fee under the new laws they've brought out of how they get rated as a as a festival. So that's like a voluntary. Like, well, if you, that's if, the mentality, but that, that festival might only look to profit one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, might only look to profit one hundred thousand dollars. It might not do more than break even. Yeah. But $200,000 for the police? Guess what? We already fucking pay for the police. Yeah. So, no. And they, and they have to have the police? Well, they have to pay that fee. Fuck off. That's Obviously, ridiculous. they have to have the police, but that's ridiculous. it's ridiculous. That yeah. That's fucking... Um, that's like being a standover man. Yeah, it is. That's paying protection. Yeah, it is. That it is. is. It, uh, that's exactly what it is. But the, but the bigger theory is... Just make them pay and they won't do it. So we know we'll close them down. That's what they're doing. And then you kill live music. Yeah. And that's, that, and that's the and one less thing to think about. Well, with less things. Uh, so I think if they fuck up live music, we need less police. Yeah. So will we get more police on the force? Like recently, 1,500 new police officers. Oh, is that the latest? Yeah. I think that was the latest figure of how many they've just brought in. Fucking hell. Okay. 1,500. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they severely need to reassess. I would look at what the they've site, got. This, you know, the the way they view themselves and what they think they are, and not what they say they think they are, but what they truly think they are. It's like, and people, and then the other problem is you've got, and it's more the older generation that if you say fuck the police or anything along those lines, even you see in these videos where cops are kicking people in the head, they go, "Well, if you resist arrest, that's what." It's like no. That's still not right. Yeah. They go, well, everyone says, you know, the, they don't need the, but fuck the police, but then who do you call when you're in trouble? The only number I'm legally allowed to call, mm. which is the mm. police, because if I called another number, yeah. then someone would call the police. Yeah. Give me another number. They can, they can sort it out. Yeah. It's... Um, I, I actually don't like the argument of the police saying, 
oh, who do you call when you're in trouble? Um, the public service that's been provided because I live in a society. Uh, yeah. It's called the police. It's not so, – what you're doing isn't noble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have shown up with my own behest. Fuck you. Yeah, like don't take it as being that I'm deserved. You need us. No, it's like legally we can only have you. If there was another thing I could have, I would call that other thing. This is where we come back to the vigilante service. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the VS. VS. Yeah. Or, uh, nah, that doesn't sound good as police. We'll call them the, we'll call them. Um, SVS. Special vigilante police. Special Do we like vigilante? special? I use that. Sp- no. That sort of sounds like special victims unit. Almost. What about super vigilante police? The super vigilantes. And they have all the same rights. And private contractors. Yeah. Because you know what, you all you'd end up in blowing, ex-coppers. Nah, fuck that. You get you not get if I the, ran it. All the corrupt ones. Not if I ran it. What would you have? I'd hire people who weren't police. I'd hire people who were like gardeners and shit. Would you? You know what? I'd hire a lot of ex-bouncers. Okay. Um, <laughs> pollinations. Coconuts. <laughs> I don't think that's too rude to say. <laughs> it's, it, you know what's funny? It's not. I'm not trying to be derogatory. It's just the first thing that comes to I th- mind. I think when you think about bouncers, most Polynesian miss. Most Polynesians call themselves coconuts. Do you know in in the days when I was going to sweethearts, and then he would talk about Polynesian force, right? Yeah, and they had others too. I ended up playing footy with a guy who was a bouncer there. He was a Serbian. He was Serbian background. You know, yeah, he, he was crazy, crazier than any of the Polynesians there. But just because they were on force there, you just knew, don't fight in this club because you know what's going to happen. And I watched the guy get into a fight and I don't know that they got the, the instigator. I don't know that they got the guy that was in some party. I don't know. But they grabbed him by the collar and they dragged him out the back door. It's just funny that in between the dance floor and the back door is a lot of furniture. Yeah. They just dragged him over the top of it. <laughs> like literally they both had the top of his shirt and dragged him he should have been smart and slipped out of the shirt. He streamlined his way out. He was, he was bang, crash, bang, <laughs> crash. And when he goes out the back and those doors shut, you go, oh, fuck. Now, they might have just tied him up and said, oh, no, they would have given him a bit of a kick. In. Yeah. In our, in our theory, right, when we were like late teens, early 20s, we were like, oh, that guy's getting fucking smashed. So you just knew. Not to fight. Yeah. From that point on, well, not that point, but I, I always had respect and said, g'day, blah, blah, blah. You know, none of them were going to win Nobel Peace Prizes. Yeah. But I was respectful of their conditions as much as they were respectful as mine. Yeah, that's it. So I just think that, yeah, to respect. You had a lot of ex-bouncers. I'd also hire some um, ex-military because I don't think, People in the military necessarily have respect for the police or the same perspective. I think people that have served. Do you think that there's... um, Because we know that there's a a difference between military and like all the different grades and the Air Force called the Army. You were telling me different names. Chair Force, I think they're called. Chair Force, yeah. It's the only one I know, but I'm sure there's other... Yeah, derogatory terms. Yeah. Do you think that they look down on the police? Yeah. I think they would. I'd be like, fuck, what have you I think done? because when they return and they're civilians yep. and if they ever had an encounter with the cops, the cops would be like, well, I'm now, I'm better than you, ha-ha, and try to sort of... I reckon there would be a lot of instances 
where there would be the police trying to reassert their authority, saying, you're not a soldier anymore. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah. ego and all that. And, they, a few, and a lot of them also think, you know, they, they say we, they fight for our freedom. I don't think the police do anything to protect that. I think they, the, the police are part of the government enforcing the laws the way they see them, whereas a lot of people who serve want us to have the freedom and the ability to do what, what we want, what we see as, as necessary and what we see as acceptable, not what's legally what we want and what's legally acceptable. Yeah. I think they might be able to make that distinction. Because I don't know. But don't get the one that was like too crazy and might kill a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't the guy the that you said the job of uh, defusing IUDs in Iraq. Yeah, we don't want that twitchy guy. No. <laughs> it's a good, no. it's an honourable job, but uh, just don't think, I think you're a bit, Yeah. might be a bit underslept. Yeah. So can we safely say that you're not going to apply at any time soon to join a um, the police force? No, nah, but I will be hiring for the uh, vigilante squad. Vigilante squad. Got to come up with a name for it. Yeah, vigilante's good. Yeah. But then being a vigilante is illegal. Yeah, but you know what? There's going to be there's going to be a government department that's going to that's going to legitimise it at some stage and go, oh, we'll we'll outsource that. <laughs> they fucking outsource cars to park on the side of the road and catch people speeding. That's true. So it's only a matter of time to you. It's a matter of time, and then we'll have the uh... outsourcing department. <laughs> now there's a department, the department of outsources everything yeah. but themselves. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll organise. Oh, you need uh, you need a new police force. We'll outsource that for you. We'll outsource that. Uh, we'll halve the cost. Yeah, bring in a lot of um, migrant workers. Hey, they've got that visa in place. You can bring in bring in as many as you want if you're going to give them a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what they. they, they it's like a visa. Say it's called two six nine five. I don't know what the number Some is. Number it's a number. It. it was passed by um, the, the current government to allow foreign companies that are building or construction in Australia to bring in migrant workers. So I don't like that. So, for instance, a lot of fly-in, fly-out guys that work in Western Australia or Perth or... Yeah. Um, Perth's in Western Australia, by the way. Um, uh, just, just for those not as geographically yeah. aware. Yeah, or in Darwin or like any of these places. Or in Broome. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're building, like particularly um, on Barra Island, which is a, an American construction site, they're now got due to this, they can bring in migrant workers all they want. That's a bit shit. Well, it's not doing anything for the Australian economy, is it? It's not giving people jobs. Yeah, and and that's a problem. I get bringing in your like your specialists. Yeah, but a lot of that labour stuff, man, you can't be bringing in. And you know what? You've got the specialists here too. Yeah, but it's some um, yeah, and that, that, that so with that that visa, you could literally. That's wrong. See, that's the government working against its own people. Yeah, to say. Like a government's meant to make us all rich, smart, and, and healthy. Yeah. And and what they've done there is they've cut our ability to get a job down. Yeah. I can't think of any legitimate reasoning behind that either. No. But I, what I will tell you, now we're going to talk about your business, Vigilante Squad, is in, in talking to a Romanian friend of mine the other day. Yep. And, and as we are discussing about Cincescu and how he fucked the country and, and how they got rid of him. Yep. He had, this is without a word of a lie, this is the latest thing that I've heard, right? And I've got to verify it, but this is from a Romanian. He had his own security force that are literally like, what's that Hitman? You know the Hitman show? The, the game that turned into a movie? Hitman. 
and he's got a number, 47. Yeah. Chinchescu apparently had, and, I, and I've got to verify, a, a, a security force was literally took young kids that were orphans or lived on the street and took them away and trained them and gave them a number. Fuck. And they became his. And they were sort of like his SS. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's, that's from a Romanian. No wonder they didn't want him in the country. And he he worked in the navy at the time, and he they arrested all these guys after Chinchescu got arrested, right? Which they say that he disappeared, but I've just recently heard that he was just him and his wife were taken and they were executed. Yep. Um, and these security guys, he goes, the guy had a head like a fucking bull. He was just this massive man. They were and they were the next level. That's what you could do. I could start a communist regime by hiring. No, no, no. Children. Let's not go communist. <laughs> Let, that's where you could get. You so would, I'll, I'll get the street kids the, and clean them up. Yeah, get them off the off the off the. I'll, gear. Go, I'll go into juvies and, yeah. and and hire them. Get them off the hammer. Yeah, build them up. Give yeah. them heaps of carbs. Pump some spaghetti and and weightlifting. Yeah, yep. And I'm down for this. And the only problem you've got is you're going to have to wait five to ten years until they. Get to a level and then bang, vigilante squad. Vigilante squad. Yeah, man. And it won't and it won't at all end up be a, a bunch of power hungry ex junkies running around bashing people. For their drugs. <laughs> their drugs, money or no. other valuables. No, no, no. Because you I feel like I feel like this this really wholehearted attempt at doing something honest is just gonna end up being a large crime spree. <laughs> well, but but not if you become wealthy. Not if I, oh, I've got to pay them. Yeah, because you're, you're going to pay them accordingly. Pay them to not do crime. And you're going to be rich. Um, yeah, but see, then I've got to get into the military or part of the government and they're the ones I'm, I'm working against. Okay, so we need to find someone to lobby for I think I've got to start my own, my own government. So this comes back to getting becoming mates with Shane Jacobson. <laughs> yep. I'm bigger brother and then him working to be your... Um, thanks for that fucking beep outside. <laughs> to be your lobbyist, yep. To get the uh, outsourcing done for, I, I can see potential here. And you know what? We're going into the political game. Yeah, because friend. See, first we're going to make our money from our ideas, from Friender, yep. From the pea bag, yep. From our political big brother, yeah. The biggest brother, the biggest brother. We're going to make that's going to be our core sort of wealth building, yeah. And we'll use that to gain power and influence. And that's going to take us to the next And level. then we get Shane Jacobson yep. to lobby for us. And he's the front man. He's the... He's, he's the uh, We're just in the background. He's the, he's the, the Che Guerrero. He's the... Um, he's the face. Mussolini, you know, like the guy that... But we're, we're pulling the strings in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making millions off our great ideas. Yeah. yeah. And then we look like we're lobbying, but really what we're doing is we're slowly taking over. Yeah, I think it's only a matter of time till we get Shane Jacobson on the show and we'll have a talk to him about it. <laughs> See if he's interested. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, sure. sure. I'm sure it will. I'm we'll- sure that he was 100%. I, I can actually confidently say now Yeah, we will have Shane Jacobson. Because what, what else is he doing? He's going to be bored sitting at home counting know. his money. Top Gear wasn't his best choice, so, you know. He's counting money. He, you know, he did that show hosting a show with um, pretentious fucking kids. Surely he must be over that. That was fucking ridiculous. What was that? 
Oh, it's like kids have talent or something, and you get these little. Uh, and they come on and they say something cute, and they fuck off again. Oh, it's like no. He needs something more serious, something more earnest, something more celeb, something where he can be celebrated, and that is the Australian Vigilante Party. Oh, fuck yeah! You know what? AVP. AVP. I can see a fucking logo. I can see those like those pl- those signs just sticking people's front yards with like Shane Jacobson in a suit. Yeah. Yeah, wearing a belt. Wearing a belt. Oh, just a big fuck, because I can see AVP <laughs> being a fucking... Like a, a wrestling belt? Yeah, yeah, just wrestling like belt. one that spins and it's like AVP instead of WWF? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and it's just got AVP and it's like, fuck yeah. And we will bring that belt to every speech and we'll hold it up. Actually, you know what? We're going to have to hijack that back because you know who, who pinched that? No. AVP. Alien versus Predator. They can come with. Yeah, no, we don't want predators. They fuck up. They fuck up everything, man. They kill That's people. Right. People, people, people will know us better than they know them. So but, we're, we're going to take it back when we do direct um, the promotional campaign video. Yeah, maybe Ridley Scott. Fuck, we better we better do it fast because he's he hasn't got long to go. <laughs> we'll get Ridley Scott to direct a movie or a, a, a promotional video with Shane oh, Jacobson for fuck. the AVP. You know what? And Shane Jacobson would be in because it's going to it'll boost his American movie. No longer making Australian movies. Nah, He'd be like, now we're Australian, taking the next fucking it. step. And one thing we're going to do, and this is just to get her mention in, we're taking the Queen's Swans. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> she sneaks into <laughs> just, just to get that fucking... Just to get that running gag in, we're taking the, the Queen's Swans and we're going to take her idea and the AVP are going to own all the Wallabies. I'm going to have to get a picture of um, <laughs> the Queen and the Swans doing these ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's our first ever crime. Crime. Crime podcast. Mm, I think we'll we're, have to do a few more of these along the way. We're hip and happening. I've got plenty more stories of, of um, authority gone fucked. But you know what? We, um, we just know everyone loves a bit of crime. Yeah. I listen to crime podcasts. I've, I've listened to that um, Teacher's Pet one. Yeah. Was really Teacher's good. Pet was good. I listened to um, oh, that poor bloke in America has been locked up forever, Saeed. I forget what it was called. That was a good podcast. I don't know. So good I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I like to, most things on this. I listened to Andrew Rule. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a, a crime podcast and he's a journalist out of, out of Melbourne. And his name's Andrew Rule. But every time he introduces himself on the podcast, he goes... My name's Andrew Rule. I guess that wind yeah, up. Yeah. Nice. Maybe we should start doing that. Have some. Uh, we need catchphrases and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Get get cheesier. Get tackier. So please remember to rate uh, and review us. We're looking rate, to subscribe, review, review, share. Yeah. Yeah. Um, share with your friends if you find us amusing, you find it interesting, or we talked on something that you thought. Um, that's going to bore the fuck out of someone. If you have any ideas on how to uh, launch the AVP. Yeah, don't forget. Anyone so, with political correspondence, uh, we're more than welcome. We're always looking for um, people that are interested. Friender is one. Friender. P-Bag. And now the AVP, the Australian Vigilante Party. And Bigger Brother. And Bigger Brother. I, I truly believe Bigger Brother is huge. I believe all of our de- ideas are fantastic and infallible. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? And And... We don't work in the marketing department and we don't take cocaine. No. How fucking good are we we're without that we're stuff? Just, we're just natural ideas, man. That's a, you know, ideas, man, your brother. <laughs> so with that, 
Um, Neil, where can I find you? Uh, Neil Dawson's dick on Twitter and Neil Dawson's balls on Instagram. Yep. And that's where you'll find me. We won't actually find your dick or your balls. Maybe. Might might be hidden ah. in the background of a photo like of a... <laughs> Like it's a family photo, but there's like a petal on a on a flower that's actually my dick. Just just snuck it in there. I've I've cut. <laughs> I, I'll have to find it because I've posted at some stage on um on prob not Instagram because I'll get kicked off. But you find me at Gorilla Radio on on uh, Instagram and also Gorilla Radio Australia on Twitter. Um, but there's a friend of mine's twenty first, and everyone's taking a big picture. Yep. And then there's one guy just like. Extra happy because he's got his dick out and no one's noticed <laughs> in the photo. And he's everyone's smiling. He's like, yeah, and his dick's hanging out. Is it's, that guy you? No, 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 no. Oh. No, no, no. I'm the conservative one of that group. Oh, yeah. They're, um, they're out there. All right. On that note. Ciao for now. We'll and we'll up. see you shortly. Thanks for listening. And uh, any shout outs? Uh, no one that hasn't already been shouted out to. Yeah, I'm going to shout out to Mick Fuller, the Commissioner of New South Wales, even if I didn't get your name right because it's going to look like fucking stupid if I didn't. And uh, Gary Jubilant, Detective, I think he's Detective Inspector now, good guy. Yep. Uh, and I, there's a mate of mine, I like to say his name, but I don't want to give him up. Shout out to Shane Jacobson. And Shane Jacobson, we look forward to talking to you on the, on the show in future, being the face of AVP. For sure. And uh, ciao for now, see you next time. NWA court is in full effect. Judge Dre resigning. In the case of NWA versus the police department, prosecuting attorneys are MC Red, Ice Cube, and Easy Motherfucking E. Order, order, order. Ice Cube, take the motherfucking stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help your black ass? You goddamn right. But won't you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say? Coming straight from the underground A young nigga got it bad cause I'm brown And not the other color so police think They have the authority to kill a minority Fuck that shit cause I ain't the one For a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on And thrown in jail We can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell Fucking with me cause I'm a teenager With a little bit of gold and a pager Searching my car, looking for the product Thinking every nigga is selling narcotics You'd rather see me in the pen than me and Lorenzo rolling in a benzo. Be the police out of shape, and when I finish, bring the yellow tape to tape off the scene of the slaughter. Still getting swole of bread and water. I don't know if they fags or what. Search a nigga down and grabbing his nuts. And on the other hand, without a gun, they can't get none. But don't let it be a black and a white one. Cause they'll slam you down to the street top. Black police showing out for the white cop. Will swarm on any motherfucker in a blue uniform. Just cause I'm from the CPT.